are listening to the Solving Business Problems Podcast, brought to you by My Business Advisor. And now your host, Jason. This is Jason Porter with Solving Your Business Podcast, and I'm here with Lisa Merriam with Healthy Mom Coaching. Uh, Lisa, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your business. Thank you, Jason, and thank you for having me on the podcast. This is super fun for me. So I'm with Healthy Mom Coaching, and I help moms especially uh, find more hours in the day and more money in their pocket and also get to their ideal weight if that's what they're looking for. And I love being a champion of motherhood. I feel like moms have everyone else's back and someone needs to have mom's back. And that's where I come in. And I have a really great boot camp that I always recommend people start with that kind of helps people walk through some of the different processes of moms and uh, find, find that extra hour in their day and get some ideas for how to get that extra money in their pocket. Awesome. Yeah, I know my mom's always got my back, so something they can definitely use. Uh, so the podcast, we're here to uh, solve problems. So uh, what kind of a dilemma are you looking at? Well, I decided I wanted to start something new this year, and it's kind of a dream that I'm pulling out and dusting off, and that is to become a children's book author. And as a mom, one of my favorite times was always story time and being able to snuggle with my little ones and read a story maybe just before nap time or just before bedtime. And so I thought it would be really fun to get the chance to write some children's books. And I'm in the process of doing so. But in the meantime, the question going through my head is, I'm already established in one arena of, of doing my Healthy Mom Coaching. How can I now establish myself in this new area so that people look to me as an expert, take me seriously, with being a children's book author? Nice. So establishing authority in a new area. Yeah, that is definitely a problem a lot of people have, especially when they're just starting out with a business. You've got the advantage that you have a business already that you have your authority in. Getting that to transfer over can be tricky. So let's go over some of my ideas on that. First off, using your bio. So you've already got an established bio as a, as a mom coach. Use the expertise from that to transfer over any of the skills that are transferring over. So as you're putting it on, say, LinkedIn and Facebook, on your Facebook page, or anywhere else that uh, somebody's going to be reading about you, that you establish, you know, that you're an authority already with moms and the skills that transfer over. So, and if you have reviews for your business, that's another thing. If the review is very specific to your business, so healthy mom coaching helped me do this, that's not going to work because it's two completely different industries. But if somebody says, Lisa is so much fun to work with, I love her ideas, well, that's about you. That's a review about you. It is about your business, but you can use that kind of thing to move over. So take a look through your bio, see what kind of skills transfer over. It's going to be a lot of the soft skills because like, you know, the healthy mom coaching is going to be more of your specific helping the moms, whereas the children's author, it's more of, you know, it's, it's mom related. That gets tougher for poor folks that are trying to completely switch industries. Um, but then you transfer things over like networking skills, which I know, of course, you have. We network all the time. Things like that that you, you already have skills in that you're using in this new business. 
and just use your old business as a way to enforce, no, really, I do know this stuff. Does that, that make sense? That does. Yeah, that's giving me some ideas. Okay, so the big one that I always come to, this is the second big point, is content marketing. You already knew this was going <laughs> to, you already know I was going to talk about content marketing. Of course. But content marketing is a way to show authority in any industry. And so I think it applies here. It shows that you know the industry. And even if you're using one of the uh, curated content systems, which is where you take other people's information and put it on your website. So say Forbes wrote a business article and I want to put it on my website. Or in your case, Home and Garden posted a great thing about um, how moms can save money in the kitchen and you posted it on your website. That's curated. We don't pretend it's ours. We know it's coming from them. But that actually establishes authority still because people see that you are reading the industry that you're in the industry and know what's going on. So in the children's, it would be a little more difficult in the children's one, but you can still do it. You find articles about how to raise children or um, how to make bedtime better for children. And then you post those articles and people go, oh, she gets it. She understands what I'm going through when I'm trying to put my child to bed. Of course you understand it, you've gone through it. But this shows that uh, as the author, that you're still in that industry, you still understand what they're thinking. It also helps you track industry trends. So if you're doing a lot of, especially the curated part, you can see what type of content people are looking for, what people are paying attention to, and using that in your industry, how you can show your authority that way of like, no, look, I, I know what's on the up and up. That's why I'm writing books is because I know this is a need that people have. In that, just make sure you're connecting with the right channels. Like your Healthy Mom Coaching is going to actually be different channels than a children's author is going to be. You're going to reach a lot of the same people, but when mom's thinking about what I'm making for dinner or how do I save money on this, they're not thinking about putting their kids to bed at that time. So it's going to be slightly different channels. You can tap into them, but make sure that you're talking on the right channel. When you're in completely separate industries switching, it's easier because it's like, okay, if I decided to suddenly become a children's book author, I'm a business coach, I'm not talking to the same people on the same, you know, they might be the same people, but they are not coming to a business page to learn how to put their children to bed with a, biz, with a book. So it's a complete separation. So you'll have a little bit of crossover, which is okay. Um, just make sure you remember your tone and how you're talking to the, you know, this is about one thing, this is about another. So developing your tone, developing the way you talk. Make sure you provide real value. I know that you do with Healthy Mom Coaching. I've seen it. But with the author, it's that's going to be tougher, as we I've, I think we've talked before, where, you know, how do you do that? Especially a short children's book. If you give a little piece away every day, you give them the whole book away in a week or two weeks. Other way, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, why sell a book? I just gave it to you. Um, just find other ways to put your voice out there. You know, maybe reading articles about, you know, children. Um, you don't got to be giving parenting advice, but like reading an article about, you know, bedtime or mealtime or something and putting your little spin on, you know, oh, you know, this is what I think about that kind of thing. Um, so you don't have to go into full-on coaching mode, but it gets your voice out there and people used to hearing how you talk and what you're interested in. Putting little snippets of books or little pieces that you know aren't going to become a book that are just popped into your head and you wanted to write that down. I know authors do that all the time or oh that just popped in my head that's not going to be a whole book that's not even going to be a poem it's just going to be a little thing I like 
any of that kind of thing, share that with them. Increases engagement, which is what you want. Talking to people. And then lastly, find influencers, people that are already in that industry, and talk with them um, online, in person, um, send them emails, get advice from those folks, especially if you can engage them online. I recommend talking to them like through an e a more personal type of communication, you know, sending them a personal email or private messages before you start engaging on their thing. You know, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm up to. Love your work. You know, hope to see you on Facebook and engage. Try and get a conversation and an actual relationship before you just jump on their big Twitter feed and start chatting at them like you know them. Uh, it actually comes across way more genuine. And a lot of the authors just love talking to other authors because it's, having coached authors, I know it's a lonely existence sometimes. You're there, you've got a computer in your brain, and that's it. So being able to connect with other people, um, I highly recommend um, connecting. Does that kind of make sense, that kind of thing, the content? Yes, those are fantastic ideas. Lots of great ideas for, uh, yeah, to get me thinking. And so are you thinking of engaging like on a Facebook page or a blog or yep. both? <laughs> Basically, it's one of those things where you need to choose your channel. Any of those would work. Probably not. I said Twitter, but Twitter's not so much in that direction. Facebook, a blog. If you can find some sites that are, uh, probably Facebook is going to be your best bet. I always like blogs, mostly because, with a, especially if you're going the content marketing direction, one long-form blog post, just putting your thoughts down on a long-form blog post, can produce seven pieces of content that you can share on other platforms. If you're not going long-form blog posts, that's fine too, but blogs are something that you can own. So if Facebook gets all finicky, you still have your blog that you can do and still have a way of reaching your audience and you can make it more personal to them, give them more value out of it. Um, and then, of course, there's ways to monetize your blog. So even authors that make no money off of their books can actually make a ton of money working on their blogs if that's their aim. Uh, just depends on what the goals are behind it. For quicker in conversations, Facebook is going to be your better bet. For a little bit longer, more in-depth things, you're going to want blogs. Those are, But either one can work for either... Either platform can work for you. It just kind of depends on your goals, what you're trying to get out of it. Okay. Thank you. All right. So uh, that's going to bring me to my third point, which is planning and practicing. you got to, if you're going to establish authority, you've kind of got to have a mindset that that's what you want to do. First off is read, read, read. Uh, read a lot read other people's blog posts, read other people's Facebook pages. Um, if you're doing the curated content, you're already going to be reading a ton because of the articles. Um, but the more you read, the more of an authority you actually become, so you don't even have to borrow authority from anywhere else. As an author, you're going to want to read you know, children's books, how-to stuff, even if you never use them. Um, I read a ton of business books. I don't use everything that I come across. So read everything you can, even if you're not going to use it. Make your library deep. Find all the articles you can that just help you with the direction you want to go. Now making make your moves very deliberately. So plan out, uh, as a coach you know this, plan it out ahead of time. 
I know that by this date, this is where I want to be. What are the action steps I want to do? So I want to be published by this time. What are the action steps I need? First, I need to find this. Then I need to go and do that. I need to find an illustrator. I need, you know, I need to find my publisher. I need to find a printer. I need to decide, am I self-printing or am I going to try and farm it out to a uh, book publisher, an actual book publisher? Um, what are the pros and cons? So I'm making this decision by this date. I'm making this action plan and that's going to happen by this date. Even though nobody else sees that, that intention comes across. You have an action plan. You know what you're doing. You know where you're going. People can sense that when you start talking about your business. It's weird because you'll, you'll just be a casual conversation. Yeah, I'm, you know, and by such and such day, I'm deciding on my publisher. Oh, oh, you're not joking. Oh, this isn't just a flight of fancy. Even if it is a flight of fancy out there, guys, your, your business doesn't have to be super serious. But if you've got an action plan, everybody will take you serious, no matter how serious you are about it. And then, of course, keep things consistent. If you're going to be engaging with your audience, you're going to be doing content, um, you're going to be writing once a day, twice a day, every other day, three times a week. Whatever it is, whatever you decide you have to do, make it consistent. You should be able to set a clock by it. At 8.05 every morning, my post goes out. Um, on Mondays at such and such a time, I'm sitting down and writing. Um, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm writing. Even if I can't write specifically to what I want, I have to write something. I have to do something. I have these actions that I have to take place no matter what. Consistency is key, especially when you're engaging with an audience and trying to build a readership, which is the reason you'd want authority is because then people will pay attention. Oh, I do have a book. Oh, let's take a look at this book. I'm, I'm interested in hearing, you know. I'm a book author. I would like to speak. Oh, a book. And, you know, they see that consistency because then they go back and look at your page, can see all the information you're bringing out, or even just the engagement of, you know, Monday, I don't have any specific content, but I'm going to chat with my audience about what's up in my life. People love the behind the scenes stuff. So you make those conscious decisions that you're going to be consistent and set out a plan, and it's going to show through as authority that you know what you're doing in this industry. Wow, that sounds great. That sounds like that would be That'd be fantastic. I have my work cut out for me, though, definitely. <laughs> well, luckily, you're a, you, you know a coach, you know. You're a mom, and you know a mom coach, so I mean, yeah. maybe <laughs> she can give you some advice, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe she can. Thank you for listening to the Solving Your Business Problems podcast. I was your host, Jason Porter. If you have a business problem that you'd like solved on air, just send me an email at jason at jasonmporter.com. Thanks for listening.